Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Health and Wellness Connection Podcast. This is the uh, podcast where we really talk about health, wellness, fitness, and doing everything that it takes to reach your goals. Now, again, I'm your host, Dr. Barry MD. Uh, I've been doing the show for a while now, and I'm really excited about all the feedback we're getting. I want to just thank you guys for your continued support and, uh, and continued listening and patronizing of the show. Again, so today's topic is going to be an interesting one. It's going to be about Instagram and social media fitness scams and what to be aware of. A lot of things out there on social media may not be accurate, and we're going to talk a little bit more in detail about that. But before we go into that, let's have a word from our sponsors. Hello, it's Dr. B here again. Thank you for tuning in for the Health and Wealth Connection podcast. If you want to catch up with me or have any questions for me or any of my staff, please reach out to us at our email, drbarryhealth at gmail.com. Again, that's spelled D-R-B-A-R-R-Y-H-E-A-L-T-H at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We have cool articles we're posting regularly, links to the show, and all other cool information that you may want to be interested in checking out. It's at www.facebook.com backslash next level weight loss. Again, www.facebook.com backslash next level weight loss. Also, Instagram is um, where I'm at quite frequently and would love for you to engage me there as well. Please follow me at Instagram at Dr. Barry MD. That's spelled D R B A R R Y M D. And again, last but not least, you can also check us out on the World Wide Web, our blog, www.controlyourweight.com. Again, that's spelled www.controlyour8.com. And there we post a lot of cool articles, as well as links to the show, and other interesting information that we come across. Again, thanks again to the Health and Wellness Connection Podcast. And don't forget... Afro Vibes Radio is where we're streaming this every Thursday, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. Again, thanks for checking in. Now stay tuned for the show. All right. Hello and welcome back. It's Dr. B here again, your host. And I want to thank you for joining us again for another episode of the Health and Wellness Connection podcast. Now, today's show is going to be about social media and some of the dangers of social media in regards to Instagram and Facebook fitness. Now, the thing with social media is that social media has a lot of good benefits when it comes to the fitness realm. The reality is, you know, when you're on your timeline scrolling and you see your favorite fitness enthusiasts showing you some new workouts or just, you know, showing out their physique, it can be a sense of motivation. A lot of people get, you know, kind of pumped up. I know I do. You know, if I see my favorite, favorite fitness models, I may be more enthused about heading to the gym. Especially if I know the person is someone who's like me, who's busy and still finding time to, to get in their workout. But the reality is there's a pretty bad aspect of the whole Instagram and social media fitness culture as well. And unfortunately, it's led to some bad things and some outright scams going on. And we got to make sure we kind of really explore those things before we kind of get carried away in this uh, social media era of fitness. Now, the first thing you know about social media, and I kind of posted about this earlier in the week, is that for some reason, people sometimes can get lured in by images that may be somewhat kind of unflattering, if you will, to this fitness industry. And what I mean is that 
Unfortunately, you know, as people are interested in their bodies and getting fitter, some people are sometimes, you know, taking it to a level, you know, where, you know, it becomes overly sexualized, if you will. And they do this for obvious reasons, because, you know, sex sells. And if you're showing a picture of, quote unquote, working out and you have your 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 assets and, you know, when we say cash and prizes on full display heavily accentuated, you'll probably get more attention. And, yeah, that's unfortunately the ultimate currency in the social media game is attention. So people feel the need to, you know, show off their various, you know, assets, if you will, so they can get that those, you know, eyes that they need to get their clout up, if you will. Now, unfortunately, the problem with that is a lot of times fitness is used as a kind of a smokescreen to really, you know, expose other things that they're trying to offer to the consumer and you know that can make it kind of you know sometimes sleazy but what it's more concerning is that it opens up the avenue for scams to take place and unfortunately there's been a lot of people who's been accused of you know promising one thing and gaining followers with cute images somewhat overly sexualized and then when they get the followers they tend offer products and services that they're not able to fulfill and that's kind of the issue with social media and fitness is that when the actual focus is taken away from health and wellness, um, you tend to sometimes get some concerning results. So I just want to put this out there at more of as a PSA to folks to kind of be very careful about who you're looking at on social media and especially who you're taking advice from, especially advice that you're going to use to change your life, meaning you're going to actually change how you eat or how you you know, behave or how you you know, do activities in response to what you're seeing from a social media quote-unquote expert because the reality is a lot of people who are on social media promoting themselves as fitness gurus and health coaches and so forth may not necessarily be qualified to do so and um, people are able to use you know things on social media like a very sexy bikini photo to gain photos which then in turn gives them clout which some people will then confuse with legitimacy and then when said person is offering you a diet plan, people purchase, not necessarily because they believe that the person offering it is the most qualified to offer the information. They usually accept it because they think the person is cute or attractive. And they think that if they do exactly what they say, they'll somehow be exactly like this individual. And that's where you get into trouble, because a lot of times when it comes to health and wellness, it's a very personalized thing. Like a lot of these programs have to really be tailored to your personal needs, especially if you have any medical conditions. So you want to be very careful about how you use information obtained from social media. Now, an example of this kind of phenomenon that actually just happened recently in the in the uh, media was the case of a social media influencer by the name of Brittany Don. Now, of course, you know, I don't know Brittany. I don't want to, you know, do any kind of personal attack or anything like that. But there were some allegations that were made in regards to this uh, young Instagram uh, fitness person. Um, now, Brittany Don Davis, uh, her, her full name, actually has about 800,000 followers and uh, apparently was, you know, very popular online. I had a lot of great pictures. And now in the midst of her kind of social media kind of uh, movements, she actually came out with a fitness plan where she promised uh, various packages as well as, um, you know, promising personal assistance to her uh, people, to her customers who purchased her plan. 
Now, unfortunately, um, for whatever reason, um, she was not able to really fulfill these promises. Um, people were accusing her of selling packages um, for, for a few hundred dollars, about $300 or so, and then not actually being able to, you know, do what she was promised to do, which is being calling or having patients um, be able to access her as well as personalized plans and so forth. Unfortunately, um, people got upset and people started accusing her of fraud. Um, petitions were put out and uh, she had to apologize and so forth. And, you know, and unfortunately, this could be a combination of issues. She, she may have been truly altruistic in her initial endeavors, but then somehow, you know, was unable to fulfill the demand. Or she could have been outright, you know, intending to fraud people and then got, you know, unfortunately um, caught up in that. You know, unfortunately, we'll never know. And hopefully those people who are involved figure out a way to settle their issues. But the reality is um, people who, you know, saw someone on Instagram and felt compelled to believe them in their product solely based on just cool pictures are also probably to blame as well. And um, it's unfortunate that people, you know, aren't using more nuance when they're, you know, choosing people to follow on, on various social media platforms to help them achieve their weight loss goals. And uh, the reality is, you know, if someone looks cute, people are willing to ignore a whole lot of other questionable things because of the desire, I guess, to look like said individual. And so, and that's, you know, a lot of people know this, a lot of Instagram folks who may be attractive, but not very intelligent may be able to parlay this into a lucrative career. Um, so just be careful out there. Now, of course, you know, no, another person is Brittany. I think she may be a great person, but the reality is she's an example of a lot of the uh, potential dangers of people following um, Instagram stars, quote unquote, and and, uh, and Instagram fitness gurus um, and not really looking into the background, making sure people who are making claims of being able to help people with their fitness and, and wellness are actually qualified to do so and not because they lost a bunch of weight recently. And that's just the reality. Um, let's be diligent. Now, the next thing I want to talk about in regards to social media and fitness is making sure we're looking at the potential psychological effects of having, you know, these constant images of perfect bodies and physiques and this constant strive to achieve such physiques. Um, the reality is these images have actually been shown to be negatively um, effective. I mean, uh, uh, sorry, they've been shown to negatively affect our psychology, meaning that people tend to become more anxious and more agitated when they see images showing, quote unquote, per per perfect physiques. Um, the reality is, too, these images that you're seeing on social media as far as people looking completely toned, completely you know, slim and trim, a lot of times are edited. So there's a lot of um, people who have been accused, quote unquote, fitness stars of actually editing their photos, especially when it comes to their physiques, giving themselves more defined, uh, you know, <laughs> cuts and so forth and slimming off a few inches here and there, you know, to get that quote unquote, perfect look. And unfortunately, some people may see these images, think they're real, and then do very dangerous things to themselves to try and mimic that. When the reality is, all they have to do is take a picture of themselves and go on Photoshop and, and get to work, and they can get just like that as well. Now, of course, you know, you have to still, you know, people who are Instagram stars aren't, you know, morbidly obese and using computer tricks to make themselves look like 
bikini models, but you know, they're definitely not as fit and toned and extremely svelte as you see on Instagram. There's a lot of times, a lot of trickery is being done, you know, with the editing tools to make, you know, them look far more impressive, quote unquote, than they would in real life. And that's something that is just the reality of the digital age we're living in. The technology is allowing people to do real things and kind of crazy things to their body. Um, and they look so sophisticated now that you really have to really look at images really closely to to really discern some of these digital effects. So I say that because people who are then using these digitally enhanced and altered images and then becoming depressed because they're seeing something they feel that they would love to achieve but may not be able to, you know, maybe actually becoming getting worked up over a false image. And that's unfortunately the reality. A lot of people are using these uh, social media images as some sort of goal to achieve when in reality is the person who's showing the image hasn't even achieved them themselves. So let's just, uh, you know, make sure we're important. We're keeping track of how we're using social media to influence our behavior. And I'm guilty of this as well. So, you know, it's going to help reduce some of the psychological issues that can occur as a result of following various social media um, or fitness um, celebrities and so forth. It can, you know, put things in perspective because you don't want to get into the habit of chasing you know, smoke and mirrors, which is unfortunately the, the reality of a lot of social media folks out here. All right. So again, we got some more exciting examples and some other things we're going to talk about here, like flat tummy tea. Is it really you know worth it? You know, what are some of the other controversies we're noticing in the Instagram and social media space in regards to fitness? Join us in the next half of the show. We're going to talk about that. So let's answer a few questions from our fans that we got in. All right. Stay tuned. It's Dr. Barry here. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Health of One Us Connection podcast. It's your host, Dr. Barry, here again, and thanks for sticking with us. We have some more, you know, exciting things we want to talk about here regarding the social media aspect of the health and wellness fitness industry and some of the dangers you got to be careful, you know, to watch out for. Now, we talked about Instagram fitness models and kind of why they're so kind of um, important, but also dangerous. And we have to really be um, careful how we consume and, um, you know, kind of take in the information that they're providing. Like we said before, you know, people may be attractive and looking and having a really, you know, attractive physique. And somehow that now makes people want to believe them and what they're promoting. That's where the danger lies, because unfortunately, um, because someone looks cute or has a nice physique, doesn't mean that they have the knowledge to help you achieve your health and wellness goals. So it's very important. You really understand the qualifications of the individual. Now, I myself am a medical physician. Of course, I feel that I'm qualified. However, it doesn't mean that only physicians can be qualified. There are a lot of, you know, licensed nutritionists, licensed um, physical fitness therapists, lightness um, 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 kinesiologists, and, and, and so forth, who are also very well equipped to provide goals. And it's important that we understand that before we, you know, start giving away money to someone we've encountered on social media because we like their imagery. Um, one thing that we've noticed, too, in the in this industry regarding health and wellness is that things can spread very quickly. And that's kind of the beauty and the potential danger of social media. For instance, um, diets and so forth can really spread like wildfire. Once someone who has a lot of followers, you know, decides to do something, for instance, keto, which is popular now in, in the mainstream. And we'll do actually do a show on that pretty soon. But 
you know, things like keto dieting, which someone, you know, decides to do who's very influential and then promotes them to their million plus followers. Those million plus followers then maybe pick up some of those um, ideas and then promote them to their followers and so forth. And before you know it, something that was really concocted within, you know, a few days ago is now all over the globe. And that's really how these things can become potentially dangerous because unfortunately, people who may have a lot of influence can potentially promote harmful things. I mean, there's things that are, you know, being very popular now. One thing that we've seen a lot of influencers really promote are the detox teas. Um, now, a lot of these teas potentially, you know, are, you know, not too bad. A lot of them have, you know, herbs and so forth and they help promote um, digestion because they contain various ingredients that may help promote um, what we call um, a mild laxative effect. So people use that as a way to help promote um, cleansing and detoxing and so forth. And while some of these teas can be good because they may have some antioxidants and they may have some good ingredients like uh, green tea extract or they may have um, uh, Garnetia cambrosia or other you know herbs that have shown to have some potential medical benefit. The problem is that a lot of them overpromise their effects and people feel that just by simply drinking tea, they can potentially lose weight or get energy or just feel healthier. And while, you know, tea can be healthy, especially green tea or white tea or the teas that have a lot of antioxidants in them, which, you know, definitely can be good. It's still, you know, not going to be the end all be all and will definitely not be more effective as healthy eating and healthy physical activity. So you just want to be careful that you're not falling into the trap of believing the over promises given by some of these companies just because your favorite Instagram celebrity is the one promoting them. Because chances are that Instagram celebrity that you're looking at who has a tea in their hand during the exact time that picture was snapped, which was later uploaded to the social media, chances are they probably never even drank the tea and they're doing it for a check. And I can't be mad at them for doing that, but the fact of the matter is that tea probably had very little to do with the physique that they've achieved. You probably need to reach out to the plastic surgeon. <laughs> now, I'm just, just, just joking. Some people, of course, you know, didn't get surgery. But the reality is um, those teas are definitely overblown. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think there's nothing wrong with tea in general. I'm a big fan of tea. But you don't want to get to the habit of believing a tea is a key to some sort of weight loss goal or weight loss plan. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, the tea makers have been very effective in using social media to help promote themselves. And they've done a very good job of that. But, you know, don't get caught in the hype. Um, it's still, you know, going to be a minor part of a total weight loss plan, which is working out as activity and so forth. And speaking of working out, there's a lot of unsafe workouts, too, that are being promoted um, that you have to be careful about as well. So you want to um, make sure that when you look at uh, someone who's showing you new workout routines or is at the gym, showing you different physical um, movements you could do, A, you want to look at the qualifications, making sure they have at least a lot of experience. I'm not saying you have to have a degree in weightlifting, but at the very least, they should be someone who's knowledgeable, well-respected in their industry, has some sort of, you know, um, some sort of legitimacy about them, things like that, where you know that they've had to learn proper technique and proper um, skills before they were able to actually achieve what they have achieved for themselves. So just be very careful when you're looking at workouts. I remember one uh, Instagram person I followed had one workout he posted where he literally had, um, he was doing squats 
and he took the weight. It was about 135 pounds, 125 pounds, I forget. But he took the weight and put it on his neck. He squatted down with the weight on his neck, let go of the actual bars with, you know, with his hands, picked up a book and started reading while balancing the weight. I mean, again, this is pretty ridiculous, and I'm sure he was doing it for the Instagram likes and the attention. And this guy was in shape, so, you know, I guess he felt he could control the weight without using any hands and just kind of showing how strong he was, I guess. But the problem is that if people start mimicking this and start really messing themselves up, because squatting is a very dangerous exercise if done incorrectly. You need to be critically focused on your form when you're doing squats to make sure you don't give yourself a lifelong back injury, which is very easy. I've seen it too often, unfortunately. People doing squats and deadlifts and not doing it properly or using too much weight and then they end up having a very significant injury which does not allow them to work out any again so you have to be very careful with weights it's nothing really to play with and unfortunately people are doing kind of tricks with weights just for likes another big phenomenon too is using fake weights there's been a recent uh uh now people unfortunately you know who you know were actually you know not in any ways on on you know out of shape but for the social media attention, you know, people are stacking plates just so they can get that visual effect of, you know, a thousand plates on each side of the bar so they can look like, you know, the Incredible Hulk. When the reality is the weights are fake and not actually weighing what they claim they're weighing. So you have to be careful out here. You know, people are doing whatever it takes to get your attention, even if it means lying to you or doing stunts for Instagram so they can get more attention. And don't use, don't let yourself become a victim. Especially if you're bringing money. If you're paying anyone money for any kind of service that you met on the social media, you got to make sure, at least be very cognizant of their background, what they're about, if they can deliver, whether or not they're legitimate, and so forth. Now, the worst thing is people who feel that if they pay someone that they can somehow achieve their goals quicker. When the reality is, most things that are required are very cheap and are usually free. Now, of course, advice from an expert or someone who's well-versed in your area um, that you're trying to get better in is always of help, but you want to make sure the person is at least qualified to help you. So look into that. All right. So that's all about social media and kind of the dangers. Now we're going to read some questions from some of our uh, fans who wrote in. And so we're going to start with the first one here. All right, guys, again, the first question is from Deborah B from New Haven, Connecticut. And she writes in stating that, Hey, Dr. Barry, my question is in regards to carbs. I'm a big fan of carbs, and I really am trying to find new ways to lower my carb intake. Are there any general rules you would recommend for someone like myself who's interested in potentially cutting carbs but doesn't want to give them up completely? All right, thanks for writing in, Deborah. Um, so the first thing regarding carbs is, you know, carbs is something that you want to be careful about, you know, when you're consuming because, like, like I told everyone before, carbs is essentially energy, and like a gas tank. You know, in a car, if you overfill it with gas, you know, you, you, you the car will eventually start spilling the gas out at you because it's too much. Now, our body is a little more sophisticated than, than cars. When we get too much energy, we actually store it for the future in case we have another episode where we don't have access to food. And so, unfortunately, you know, we live in a society where food is in, is in abundance and we almost never run into areas where we don't have food or we almost are never you know, um, starving and not able to reach food. So what happens is the body stores that and puts it on your waist and your buttocks and your arms and everywhere else you don't want it. So, and that's what we call fat. So carbs are a big culprit in that because 
carbs are essentially pure energy and really don't have any other use. So when the body breaks down the carbs to its purest form, which is sugar, it uses the sugar it needs for the energy that it's using it for at that time. And then the excess it just stores. And unfortunately, over years, those extra storage um, um, packets, if you will, become blobs of fat and we get overweight. So you want to be careful about carbs. And now carbs are still, still very important. And I don't believe in a zero carb diet. I think carbs can definitely be a benefit. Carbs are still ideal for energy. And if you're, you know, doing some sort of long distance activity, you want some nice complex carbs in your system to give your body a, a steady source of energy that it can burn. Which is why I'm a huge fan of oatmeal, because oatmeal is an excellent complex carb that can give you long standing energy um, and, you know, help reduce hunger. So ultimately, carbs are something that needs to be, you know, eaten in moderation. Uh, I think better in the morning, less at night. Um, you want to use them, you know, sparingly. You don't want to just eat carbs casually and just try to, you know, pay attention to what you put in your body. Uh, that being said, I'm a fan of carbs and I do eat them. But again, moderation is key. Hope that answers your question, Deborah. All right. And so one more question. We have another one from another writer from uh, Lagos, Nigeria. His name is Chijoke N. Again, thanks for calling it or writing, I should say, Chijoke. Um, your question. Hello, Dr. Barry. My name is Chijoke, and I have a question regarding fiber. I've been looking at ways to increase my fiber intake, and I've found it difficult. For some reason, I'm not a big fan of fruit, but I do think that fiber is important, and I was hoping for some recommendations regarding fiber and how to increase my diet with fiber. Well, thanks, TJK, for writing in with that question. And basically, regards to fiber, I think the main thing is that, you know, fruit, while it's a great source of fiber, it's not the only source of fiber you can come across. Um, starches, um, like in your situation, since you're in Nigeria, um, Gary is excellent. It does have a lot of fiber now. It has a lot of carbs as well. But that's another issue. Now, regards to fiber, vegetables are also very, very, a very good source of fiber. Um, nuts and berries, you want to definitely get a lot of uh, walnuts, pecans, almonds. Those are also extremely great source of fiber. So, you know, there's a lot of options out there for fiber. And, you, you know, you want to make sure you explore those. And that being said, you know, fruit is, I think, you know, one of the best sources because the taste is excellent. And you have a lot of other nutrients packed in, in the fruits as well. So it just makes for a great source of energy fiber and just nutrition so don't write off fruits altogether i highly recommend those as part of anyone's diet all right so that's all we have time for today on the health and wealth section podcast i just want to thank everybody for joining us for uh, what i hope was an exciting show stay tuned as next week we have even more exciting topics and special guests as well coming up as well on future shows so again thanks for tuning in please take care <laughs>